Welcome to the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein. This is our fifth episode and our first with a special guest. I'm so excited to have with us Delisa Hawking of SpiritAndSpark.com. And today she's going to ask, are you a prisoner or a pioneer? Are you choosing fear or faith? We're going to have some juicy discussion on that. And then we're going to be led by her in a wonderful energetic process where you can clear energetic debris and start with a fresh, clear canvas. Delise is a very intelligent and engaging guest. And uh, one technical note, if you're watching on the video, um, at first the, the Zoom is going back and forth between her and me as normally when one of us is speaking. But once she gets going, for some reason, the video just stays on her constantly, even when I'm talking. So you get a lot more to her than me, which I think is just fine for this episode. So without further ado, here's my special interview with Delisa Hawking. Delisa, thank you so much for being here. I am thrilled. Thank you for allowing me to share space with you and with everybody that's listening. And I think we're going to have a great episode. I think so, too, because your topic is Earth is our advanced classroom. Are you a prisoner or pioneer? Very scintillating topic. And we're going to not only get into some information, but you're actually going to lead us in a guided process as well, right? Correct. Yeah, we've got a, a lot to get through. We do. Uh, do you mind if I just start by telling folks a little bit about you? Great, sure. Okay, so here's a little bit about Delisa. Before she became a nationally recognized psychic medium and transformation coach, Delisa led a very different life as an executive in the casino industry in Las Vegas. She's made matters of the heart, living authentically and teaching people how to elevate their own joy, her core mission. In 2017, she founded Spirit and Spark, a now nationwide company devoted to connecting individuals and groups with top spiritual and wellness service providers. She's trained with industry superstars such as Tony Robbins, Dr. Brian Weiss, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and Dr. Raymond Moody. She received her psychic gifts from her grandmother, Eloise, and great-great-grandmother, Belle. Delisa also has the privilege of working on missing persons, mysterious deaths, and cold cases, providing loved ones with information and closure. She also produced, directed, and starred in her own Las Vegas stage show, Psychics and Spirits, at the haunted Binion's Gambling Hall and Hotel. She's a unique way of seeing through layers of energy to get to the root of the fear, scarcity mindset, and self-sabotaging beliefs. She acts as a powerful guide for those seeking to deeply transform from their old way of being. Her certifications include Doreen Virtue Angel Card Reader, Lee Harris's Energy Mastery, Hollister Rand and John Holland's Mediumship Courses, the Richard Knight Tarot Academy, as well as a bachelor's degree in communications, Kepner Trigo Problem Solving and Decision Making Certification, and a Women's Entrepreneurship Certificate from Cornell University. Delisa also graduated from the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. She specializes in using both her spiritual and psychic gifts and intuitive coaching principles to guide individuals through significant life transformations, finding deeper clarity in their own lives. Delisa, did I miss anything important? Holy smokes, I got a lot to live up to today. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've been doing your work, girl. Not just having the natural gift, but doing the training. And oh my gosh, so impressive. So I'm honored to have such a hyper-qualified guest. Oh, thank you. No, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You know, I did not think I'd be doing this work uh, professionally when I was working in Las Vegas you know, mm. in the casino industry, and it all happened in 2015. So I have a, a mixed bag when it comes to my certifications and, and professional history. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. So how did it, how did you turn to becoming into your current lifestyle of being a metaphysical practitioner? 
It's a great question. It, it was not in my plans whatsoever. I was working as an executive in Las Vegas and uh, started actually feeling the building I was working in shaking underneath me. And it wasn't physically shaking, but I was experiencing the energetic turbulence of the building. And Whoa. that's where it all started to kind of come in uh, to focus. And I was working with a Reiki practitioner in Las Vegas. And she and I worked together to determine that I was feeling the hole that was underneath the building that they blew to make a parking garage. And the land wasn't blessed appropriately before mm. they did it. And I was wow. feeling the aftermath in my office. So I was becoming more and more sensitive to the energy. But I quit my um, job and went, traveled for a while and said, okay, fine, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> you know, I was a bit too sensitive to the volatility of the energy mm. and uh, went and worked at a job in Texas. And while I was living in Texas, uh, I went up to the Omega Institute in New York. Ah. Uh, great place. I loved it. And I went to a workshop on synchronicity. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that happened on that trip. But uh, for your listeners, I'll keep it brief. Uh, it was on that trip where I was staying with a friend. And the last night of the trip, his aunt had unexpectedly fallen down a flight of stairs and died. Mm. And he got the phone call um, notifying him. I didn't know his family at all. I knew him through a work project. And I went to bed in the guest bedroom. That night, his aunt comes to me while I'm sleeping. I could see what she looked like. And she said, listen, I need you to do me a favor. Tell my nephew I'm okay. Whoa. I made it to the other side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just came off of this workshop at the Omega Institute. So I had been meditating. And I, you know, so obviously she could get through. My frequency was high now in retrospect, right? So mm -hmm. the next morning I go in the kitchen, tell my friend, hey, Aunt Barbara came, you know. And explained what she looked like, and he verified it was her. But then my brain started going back to memories I had with my grandmother, who had this ability. Her mm. grandmother had it. And thinking about all the stories my grandmother would tell me about the way that she would see spirits and premonitions that she would get. And then here I was, really out of the blue, unexpectedly came through to me. And so on the flight home to Texas that day after delivering the message, I, I really sat in contemplation of like, well, what am I going to do now? Because of Aunt Barbara, who I didn't know came through, who else is trying to come through? Mm. And that's where it all started. Fascinating. Wow. What a great origin story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, I said, there's got to be like some Uranus in there somewhere that's like, pow. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so your topic, Earth is our advanced classroom. Are you a prisoner or pioneer? Give us the download, please. Oh yeah. You know, I've worked with so many clients at this point from you know all over the world. And one thing that I, I'm shown regularly from spirit is that we are here by choice. Mm -hmm. We we came here on a mission to expand our awareness, to grow ourselves, our souls, uh, to evolve. Mm. And so sometimes when I talk to clients and, you know, they're going through something that can be perceived as incredibly difficult, mm -hmm. I try to impart the wisdom from the universe that says, you know, you're going through it for a reason mm. and it is part of the classroom experience that you're in. 
that there isn't anything that you are going through today that is wasted. Mm. Everything is designed to help you achieve the growth that you wanted to achieve and why you came into the human body here on earth. So uh, I often say to clients, you know, it's uh, you can either be in fear or in faith at any given time. You can't be in both. So you've mm. got to choose faith over fear. And if you find yourself in fear, asking yourself, why am I not feeling like I'm aligned with faith? Mm. Uh, and then prisoner versus pioneer. Mm. You know, you can't be in both. Same thing. So are you feeling like you're shackled down to your life? Do you feel that there are things put on top of you that keep you stuck? Or are you changing your mindset and saying, all right, you know what? These are just the cards I've been dealt, but I'm going to figure out how I want to play the cards Mm. and I am going to change my mindset and my perspective about it. And I'm going to approach it as me being a pioneer in my own life rather than a prisoner. Mm, yeah, I have a, a saying I love from the Stoics. They say the obstacle is the way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you say that to somebody that's knee deep in it mm. and they don't necessarily want to hear that yeah. while they're going through it. So I do think it's important for us to talk about it regularly so that when you are faced with an obstacle or a challenge that you can go, OK, there is a gift here. Let me go ahead and unpack this gift and see why did this show up mm -hmm. and treat it as such. Treat it as a sacred exchange between you and the universe rather than going into victimhood because there's so much victimhood right now. Mm -hmm. There is. So how so let's say a person recognizes, OK, I've got the challenge. How do they how would you recommend they go about actually facing that? Yeah, I mean, for me, a lot of it is low hanging fruit, like journaling, meditating. Right. But. I often find that uh, if someone calls it to the table, right? So sitting down, you have imagine whether you do it in your mind's eye or physically, you can go and sit at the table and close your eyes and actually call this gift, this obstacle forward. Mm -hmm. And in your mind's eye, you can actually position it in front of you, whether it's a person or a situation or a few different people call it in like you're going into meditation mm -hmm. and Talk to it. Communicate with it. I believe that we can communicate with our higher self. As you know, you're a best-selling author. You've written about this. You can communicate with your higher self. You can communicate with the higher selves of other people. Mm -hmm. You can communicate with the energy of what's presented in front of you. But I think a lot of people uh, don't slow down long enough to invite the energy of the situation or people or person in to communicate with it and see what the lesson is there. They they oftentimes say, oh, I have this problem. You know, they, they make up the story or they tell themselves the story that keeps them stuck in that victim story mm -hmm. instead of asking for more information because spirit communication is two-way. Right. So you can ask a question, it can talk back, and you can have a whole dialogue with it. So Yes, of course, meditation and journaling, right? But I would say call it to the table, sit down with it, and ask it why it showed up. So normally in your experience, is this thing that's coming to the table, is this something already inside the person, or is it some external thing? What what typically is the case? I believe that we attract what is inside of us. And so if there is something that's coming to the table that is unpleasant, I do feel that there is something that it's being called in for to heal within yourself. Mm. 
Okay. And so it, it's easy, right? If there's something terrible that happens and you point the finger and blame it outside of yourself or blame the person. But if you can take 100% full accountability and say, all right, I'm in the advanced classroom of Earth, and this showed up to teach me something, and you can approach it like that, then I feel that through that acknowledgement and taking full responsibility for the healing of that within yourself that's being triggered, you can transmit it a lot easier, and then I feel like the obstacles really dissolve a lot faster. God, you're mirroring. I just, you know, just before recording this with you, I put up my most recent episode four of this podcast. And it was all about um, how if you're bothered by external entities, the only way they can even get to you is because of the internal trauma that's never been healed. So you're just saying exactly the same thing in different language. So I'm just loving Beautiful. the synchronicity <laughs> here. <laughs> Me too. Beautiful. And you, you talked about one finger pointing out. You know, uh, for a while I've heard you put, one finger at someone else, there's three fingers pointing back at you. <laughs> yes. yes, it's so, true. It's yeah. true. But I, I think there's so much of the conditioning that's happened, um, you know, for however long you want to go back, that makes us feel like it's easier or acceptable to place blame mm-hmm. elsewhere. Right. Um, but I, I feel like the real freedom comes when you say, all right, this is mine. Let's look at it and let's let's love it and let's heal it. Yeah, that that also some old teachings of mine are coming back that I've learned, like to say, if you if their problem is outside yourself, then it's beyond your control. But if if you have the solution within yourself and you've got an internal healing, then you can become the master of the situation. So it's only by taking responsibility for it that you can actually have full power to heal it. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. (laughs) Uh, And I and I trust and I hope that, you know, as we go along on earth in this classroom that there will be more and more people that will feel empowered to take full responsibility for themselves. Because imagine when more and more people do that mm-hmm. and they take it within themselves to do that work, the world literally changes. Mm-hmm. It does. Can I throw in a, a slight non sequitur because it's just so relevant? Um, I'm reading a book right now called the chaos machine. And it's like apparently the definitive book on how social media is shaping the planet right now and, and not in a good way. Um, and the whole dynamic that the social media sites suck you into, they'll lead you down the rabbit hole to more and more, you know, paranoid conspiracy kind of thinking. And the whole dynamic you get sucked into if you follow these rabbit holes is there is an, a them out there that are out to get us. And it's the whole externalization of the problem that leads people into such horrific behavior sometimes. So if anyone is listening to this and you're getting sucked down one of those uh, YouTube or Facebook rabbit holes and getting into all this conspiracy stuff, just take a breath and say, okay, in what way is this making me think it's an us versus them? And my group is being, you know, you know, this other group's out to get us. And if you start getting that way of thinking that's, that's the road to victimhood. Exactly. Victimhood is so prevalent these days. Uh, I recommend a book. Um, it's a, it's a victim triangle book. Hmm. And, uh, it, it's a book that continuously shows up in client sessions. And, you know, the victim triangle being the victim, the rescuer, and then like a villain persecutor type role. Uh-huh. And 
once we recognize that, oh, wow, I'm playing this role for someone else or they're playing it for me mm. and you start choosing differently and you start choosing, uh, you know, being more self-empowered, then you start to move out of, of the victim triangle. Yeah. So let's go back to the table. You're sitting at the table in your internal space. You brought the problem to the table and you're talking to it. I mean, is talking to it sufficient? Does that get it healed or do you have to go a step beyond that? I mean, in my own experience with it, I think really hearing it, you mm. know, asking it, why are you here? Why did you show up with compassion? Mm. Because the energy will speak to you. It'll give you the insight you're looking for if you're willing to listen, to okay. slow down long enough to listen to it. Um, and usually, you know, for me, at least it ties back to things that happened a long time ago, people mm. that said things, did things. And then I just kept pulling that thread forward. Right. So okay. for me, uh, a lot of patterns in my life revolved around a lack of self-worth or very low self-worth. So I've noticed that by doing this and practicing this, that a lot of times when I'm feeling upset about something and I call it to the table, you know, somebody did something and I'm like, why am I so mad? I can pretty quickly and easily find the thread mm. and go, oh, this is me looking for approval. Okay. So I'm going to love that and tell this energy, you know what? I love you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for giving me this information today. I'm going to send love to the person or the situation that's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send a lot of love to me and to the perhaps inner child or the younger version of me that's also feeling wounded here mm -hmm. and send all of it love. Because I found, at least for my experiences, when I send it all love and acknowledgement and hear it and mm -hmm. understand it, right. that dissolves it rather than in the past, I would say, oh, cut these cords, you know, redirect this energy. And now I'm like, oh, if I can just accept it and love it, mm. then it doesn't have the hold over me anymore. It's like you've awakened beyond it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to an energetic process and not just an intellectual one. Thank you. <laughs> yes, of course. I, I love looking at energy. Mm -hmm. And it, like I said, when, when you get quiet enough just to ask the question, you will start to feel that energy and you'll you'll know when there's a shift, you know, just like if you're clearing your energy and you're standing and saying, you know, any energy that is not mine, go back to source for healing and you're mm. brushing your body off. This is part of my practice. You say it enough and you feel it and you're moving the energy off of you because you're practicing and you're becoming more sensitive to your own energy and your own intentions. You'll feel it like you start to really work with the dynamics of energy and, and mm. you start to experience things faster. OK, so you've said just feel love for it. Um, this implies you have the ability to feel that love and get into that space. I'm not sure it's like an easy thing for you now. But what if a person says, well, that thing came up and all I can feel is I'm just pissed off at it and I'm angry at it and I, I can't find any love. How do they get to that space of love to even do that? It's a great question. I would allow the anger to come in mm -hmm. because it's never anger. It's never anger. So even when you call it to the table and you mm -hmm. say, all right, anger, why are you here? What's going on? Let's have a chat. You often will find it something like sadness mm -hmm. or fear or something else that's trying to get your attention because okay. it wants to know that it's going to be okay. Okay. Um, so reaffirming 
that everything is going to be okay. Everything is unfolding as it should, right? All of those things tend to take the edge off of anger. But if you're angry, like I love chanting ohm. Mm. If I'm feeling it come into my body and I know that there's something there that I need to work on, I do like to take a couple of minutes to take a breath in through my nose, hold out the ohm and just repeat it for a couple of minutes. Mm. And even by doing that, I feel like the edge of anger comes off and I can mm. really just go back to being me in a human body, having an experience and, and trying to see it in more of a balanced way rather than feeling it through the lens or the filter of anger. Okay. All right. So at the table, uh, what I'm doing is I, in my mind, I'm mapping this onto internal family systems therapy. Are you familiar with IFS by chance? Okay. No. So, um, let me see if it's a relevant parallel. IFS says you have one self and many parts. One self would be the awakened self, the higher self, the part that's always in equanimity and flow and ease. Okay. And then we have dozens of parts inside us, some of which are healthy and high functioning, others of which are traumatized and split off and wounded and isolated. Um, so if I try to map this and tell me if this doesn't seem relevant, the, the, the me sitting at the table is self with a capital S, the more awakened part. And what's coming to the table is one of my wounded parts. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so my, I think you answered my question, but I want to be 100%. So the, the me sitting at the table, is it automatically in a state of love? Or is what you're just saying, like chanting on and stuff, what I might need to do to get the me sitting at the table into that state in the first place? Yeah, I don't think at first it may come naturally to want to love the heck out of whatever is showing up. Because really, if you're calling something to the table, you're probably upset about something. So yeah. love may not be the first natural state you go into. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a technique uh, one of my teachers, Alexei, uh, taught me over the years. And she said, think about the last time you felt love. Because even if you don't really feel it in this moment, mm. can you find and remember a time, the last time where you really felt that love? Mm. And then take yourself into that energy and frequency of remembering that time you felt love so that you can bring it into your body and and feel that instead of whatever kind of crummy thing is going on. So sometimes you have to kind of detour uh, to get you into a space of feeling that love so that you can approach it uh, with a clearer vision and heart dynamic so that you can see it and, and try to see it for what it is and communicate with what it is mm-hmm. um, versus through any lens of big anger that you may be experiencing. Nice. Well, the detour is nice because then you can get back to the C tour and the B tour. And then finally you're back <laughs> to the A tour where you want to be, right? Ta-da-da! We didn't know you were a comedian. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I feel like we've, we've, pretty thoroughly explored that metaphor of sitting at the table. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us regarding prisoner versus pioneer? I think we covered a lot of that. Um, I think if I were going to add something to it, it would be again, to go back to your, your mind, your thoughts, your perspective. This hasn't been, you know, this has been said a million times before by many other people, but you can change your mind and you change your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I had my show in Vegas, I would often stand on stage and talk about how your thoughts are the things that that bring in the items from the universe. So kind of like Amazon, you know, you go on Amazon, you put the red shoes in your cart, you hit buy, 
the red shoes are going to show up, right? Like Amazon always pretty much sends you your stuff. Yeah. Your thoughts are the same thing. So if your thoughts are, I'm broke, I don't have anybody that loves me, right? Like if those are the thoughts, you have to think of that as the magnet that mm -hmm. bring in the items, the people, the situations from the universe, because I think at the end of the day, we all want to be right and we all want to be validated. Mm -hmm. So if the story is I'm broke and you believe that and you talk about it, you, you sit with your friend at lunch and talk about how you don't have any money, right? You mm -hmm. keep telling the story. So the universe goes, okay, well, she thinks she's broke. She keeps talking about it. So we got to keep her broke because we want her to be right. Like, mm -hmm. we'll send her more brokenness. <laughs> so it's just a reminder to everybody, you really got to choose your thoughts wisely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and what you're talking about is I see how all that you're saying will lead to staying more consistently awakened, more conscious as self and not just a slave to the thoughts and everything else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's having that, you know, eagle eye view of the thoughts below you that allows you to not get over identified with them and have them like take you over. Right. Right, because a lot of it is noise. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we create just a lot of our own noise because it keeps us busy or it keeps us numbed mm -hmm. uh, to doing the work. Um, there's a lot of numbing going on right now. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that's part of the prisoner kind of energy mentality that I was talking about earlier. So I we have to be more aware of, okay, are we doing the work? Are we really showing up and being aware of ourselves, our actions, our thoughts? Um, or are we just going through the motions, telling stories, creating noise? Mm. Um, because one is, is very much the pioneer mentality and the other one is, is really not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Um, can I share a quick story from my book that illustrates your thought point? Yeah. Uh, I tell this brief story. Uh, I've done a lot of ayahuasca ceremonies and one of them, ayahuasca actually showed me my thoughts as little wobbly beings not wobbly, but I would I would have a thought and I would actually see this little protoplasm being come out of my forehead and out into the room, every single thought. And she would show me, this is what happens with thought. Our thoughts are actually little like beings, like little protoplasms. And as they get out there, their only intention is let's make this physically real. And it was in a ceremony where I wasn't allowed to speak. We were, And it said, if you had spoken that thought, it would have been a hundred times more powerful. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, I'm going to watch my thoughts really carefully from here on out. <laughs> yeah, it matches what I was getting as the download that I was sharing, you know, on stage. And now I just talk about it whenever I get the chance. Yeah. But I love that story because it visually, I could see it when you were saying it, uh -huh. you know, being a clairvoyant, I just see things. <laughs> people speak and I see it, right? So mm -hmm. uh, I love that visual because it absolutely lines up with what I've been uh, downloaded, you know, in regards to mm -hmm. the thought. So I love that story. Yeah, I, I love the res. I feel how you and I are on, we have very similar wisdom and have gained a lot of the same insights. I feel a real resonance with you like a soul sister. This is beautiful. Same, same. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Okay, so is there any more you want to do in terms of information sharing before we get into your energetic process? Yeah, so I do want to take people through this, this like probably a 12 to 15 minute energy debris clearing. Um, so we'll do that. I do want to share a couple of resources that I've loved because what I found is once you do the energy clearing, most people will just feel like they want to go drift off. Uh -huh. <laughs> And so I, I feel like we'll probably do that as like the last piece. Um, but 
I want to call out a couple of books I love, a couple of apps, and a couple of YouTube channels. Now, this is outside of your work. Well, that's fine. And and yeah. before anyone starts to grab their pen, all this is going to be in the show notes. <laughs> so if you can't write it down as we're listening right now, just go to the show notes for this episode, and everything she's about to give you is going to be right there. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, because Benjamin is fantastic when it comes to content and and all of that. So make sure, you know, this is outside of Benjamin's work. <laughs> oh, but, right. you know, I, yeah. I'm just the tip of the odd. There's so much great stuff out there. And oh, I wouldn't yeah. hate for anyone to only do me. You know, there's too much other good stuff out there. Same. same. <laughs> like, go sample. Go sample. Go have fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I feel like, you know, especially when it comes to sessions and clients, there's going to be a point in somebody's life where they may want to work with me. And then next year they want to work with somebody else. It's like, mm-hmm. go where you feel led intuitively. Cause it's always going to be an energy match. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a few of my books that I love, one of them, I, I would guarantee most of your audience has already read it, but it's the untethered soul by Michael Singer. Mm-hmm. I love this book. It's one of those books. I feel like you got to read a few times, at least for me, because there's so much packed into it. But one of the things that stood out to me about that book was like the ability to rise above an energy and see it. Like mm-hmm. you said, like going up like 30,000 feet and, and being uh, a more of an observer, uh, observer mm-hmm. rather than the person that's like experiencing it. So act as the observer of the situation. Okay. The other two, uh, everything is figure outable. Marie mm-hmm. Forleo. I love this book. I listened to this on audio. She's fantastic, but the reason why I chose this book is because, uh, you know, sometimes with the victimhood energy, people come up with all the reasons why it won't work. Mm. And this book, Everything is Figure Outable, is like, oh, no, 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 you can actually do anything if you figure out, like, why you want to do it, how you want to do it. So that book is a little bit of a kick in the pants, but I really mm. enjoyed the audio version, so go check that out. And the third one is Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed. So this one is interesting and I haven't read it in a while. It's on my bookshelf, but I felt really moved by this book. It is written in a way where people have submitted questions and Cheryl has responded. It's like an advice column book, Mm -hmm. but I felt the way that she responded to these questions were really raw and real. Mm -hmm. And so if you like, self-help if you like advice columns um then i would check out tiny beautiful things as the third book uh for my favorite apps i selected the pattern which is an astrology app that pulls in your birth information and tells you some of the patterns that you may be experiencing in your in your life and how long Mm. they're going to last for Mm. um but I love the way that they word different things. It's very eloquent and accepting. And the other one is Insight Timer, which I'm sure a lot of your audience uh, will be familiar with. One of the things I appreciate about Insight Timer is you can click the filter and put how many minutes you want to meditate for. Mm. And I find that that's really helpful because sometimes when I tell somebody, hey, you got to meditate. This is like a non-negotiable at this point. They're like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, listen, set the timer. Uh, and filter for a five minute meditation. Do five minutes. Everyone can find five minutes. Hmm. And if you can't find five minutes to either meditate, to journal, to do some kind of self care each day, I would be asking you, why are you fighting it? Why are you resisting hmm. the, the self love, the self care? And it could be that it's part of like 
the rescuer. Like they feel like they have to give everything to everyone else. Right. And then they don't have anything left. So meditation is absolutely a necessity these days. And then lastly, a couple of my favorite YouTube channels, mm-hmm. uh, Pam Gregory, who is just fantastic. I love, I love her astrology videos. Uh, she is over in the UK and she's just great. Um, Mind Valley. Mind Valley. I do like TEDx as well, but Mind Valley has uh, a lot of spiritual content on there, a lot of talks um, that people are giving. So if you like TEDx, I would also check out Mind Valley uh, over on YouTube. And the last one is Ann Ortley. Ann Ortley does um, a weekly weather for astrology and she just cracks me up. So I had to put her on the list. Um, and yeah, I hope that those, those tools and tips, uh, you know, help the viewers, the listeners out there. Oh, I really appreciate the smorgasbord of content to check out. That's fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Again, again, all of it will be in the show notes. So, uh, if you didn't just memorize that perfectly. Just check the show notes. <laughs> You gotta love technology. Oh, it's amazing. I, I, I'm an Aquarian with Uranus rising. I'm all about the technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anything else before we get into your process? No, I'm going to take everybody through uh, a guided experience to clear energetic debris. My, my intention with this is to really leave people feeling like they're a blank a blank canvas by Mm. the end of it and and in a beautiful way where I want them to feel like anything that's been holding them back anything that's felt heavy that they're able to just let it go release it Mm. and afterwards feel like okay I have this beautiful canvas in front of me what do I want to create with it now you know Mm. what paints what colors do I want to get out um so this is kind of thinking of it like a, a hitting the reset button and feeling like afterwards that you feel a bit revived, maybe slightly uh, like a phoenix, right? Like you're just mm. ready to embrace the lessons of the classroom and that we don't fear what's happening today, what's happening tomorrow. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this brings everybody back to the present moment. Lovely. Yeah, beautiful. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, awesome. So let's go ahead and uh, everyone listening to this, you can either be seated uh, with your feet on the floor or you can lie down. I would just say if you're going to lie down, please do so with the intention of staying awake. We want to make sure that you're awake. Um, this will be, like I said earlier, about 12 to 15 minutes. And then and, we, uh, pull the car over before you lay down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should not be doing this while you're driving. I have made the mistake of meditating. Uh, with my eyes open driving and it did not go well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you want to, you want to make sure you're in your body, uh, and in a safe space. Um, you can go ahead and close your eyes and begin to close your eyes. And take a few breaths. Just allow your body and your breath to begin to connect. Either have your feet on the floor or you can have your hips, your tailbone connected down to the earth below, either physically or with the intention. I want you to really feel like you are one with the earth. The earth has so much incredible energetic power. 
that we can align with, that we can work with. Begin to have your shoulders drop down away from your ears. Relax your jaw, your tongue. And raise your chest just a little bit, pointing it more towards the ceiling, feeling your heart open, feeling your chest open. We're going to do three deep cleansing breaths together. We're going to go in through the nose and out of the mouth. Or if there's another way you feel more comfortable doing the deep breaths, you can certainly explore that as well. We're going to go ahead and take our first deep breath in. And out. Again. And one more. Beautiful. I am going to create a portal of white light above each of you. And this is with your intention and your permission that you allow this white light to be open. This white light is beautiful and it's immense. And it is easily going to transport the things that are heavy, that are weighing on you today. And it's going to carry it up into that white light. So we're going to have that white light above your head. And so as we have you here connected to your breath, connected to your body, we're going to give permission to the things that no longer serve you, things that are no longer aligned with where you want to go, with the future that you're creating, the new thoughts that you're telling yourself. So we're going to allow those to easily be brushed, removed up into that white portal of light for healing. That with each breath you take, that on the exhale, you allow this energy, this old pattern, belief, all the things that you've been telling yourself that are no longer true. Everything we are marking as an untruth today. And it's all easily and gracefully moving out of you, your body, your energy, your chakra system. That with that exhale, you move even more up into that white light above your head as the universe redirects it elsewhere. Redirects those lessons. And as you breathe and exhale it up into the white light, we give gratitude. Gratitude and love for everything that you are letting go of. As each thing that is being released today has been a lesson. It has been sent with love from the universe to help you grow, to help you expand, help you align with why you came into this human body. So everything that you are letting go of, that you are sending up into that white light, you do so with grace and kindness, forgiveness, love with a deeper understanding that it was all brought to you for divine reasons, that nothing that is in your life was by accident, 
You may even feel your heart begin to expand as you breathe in and out and release even more. As the gratitude begins to grow your heart even more and you feel more connected with your body, your breath, your heart. Feeling that expansiveness almost as if you were breathing in and out of your heart. Feeling the magnitude and the power of your alignment with your highest self. Allowing your breath to move in and out. That all of the things that are being marked in untruth now are bringing you deeper peace and serenity. We'll keep that portal of white light open for the time being as you bring your feet or connect your hips or tailbone down to the earth. I want to do a few balanced breaths with you. So as we have this intention of creating this beautiful blank canvas to create from, we're going to do a few balanced breaths to help bring that into even more focus, even more into your reality. So with your feet planted or connected down to the earth, I want you to imagine that you are pulling in beautiful energetic nutrients through the bottoms of your feet. You're pulling it up through your legs, your body, and up to the top of your head. And then as you exhale, you're going to take the breath from your head and move it down your body. Again, releasing anything that may be feeling stuck or stagnant and releasing it down your legs and out of the bottom of your feet, giving it to the earth and allowing the earth to transmute the energy. So again, these are balanced breaths. We're going to be doing a few more, and they're going to go up through your feet. And go ahead and start pulling it all the way up through your body. And then you're going to exhale and bring it down your body, down all the way through your legs, your feet, giving it all to the earth. Let's do another one. Breathing in, bringing it all up through your body, through the top of your head. Creating spaciousness, expansiveness in your body and your energy. Releasing that which no longer serves you down your body, down the bottoms of your feet. Let's do one more. Full body breath, balanced. And letting it all go down and into the earth. And you may even start to see in your mind's eye or feel that there is a blank canvas or a white wall coming in front of you. Beautiful, spacious, white canvas, blank, surrounded by beautiful gold energy. We are at a point of creative manifestation that you are presented with a profound opportunity for you to create the new story, your new pathway. So whatever is in your heart that you desire, that you can put it into this energy and birth it into your life and into the reality, the world onto the earth 
So we'll give you a couple of moments here with this blank canvas in front of you. And whether you put things on the canvas with your mind's eye or you go within your heart and you set the intentions of what it is that you want to bring in now, the new energy that you are birthing now, either way works. So I'll give you a couple of moments here to start doing that. And as you begin to vision what you are creating and birthing, keep in mind the qualities of people, the connection to nature, your love of animals. Because even if you're feeling stuck in what you want to birth today, imagine waking up tomorrow morning who are you surrounded by? Who are you calling forward in your life? How are you connected to everything around you? How does your heart feel? And it may even start as one word, one word, an intention that you desire to feel now, and moving forward. So maybe a word comes to you now. And we'll protect this energy, this sacred exchange, surrounding it by beautiful golden light. You can come back to this space Anytime you wish, reconnecting with yourself, your heart, your dreams and aspirations, feeling more balanced and ready to birth your visions into the world. So take a moment to feel your breath again. Become more aware of your physical body. Feeling the space around you. And before you open your eyes, I want you to notice how your energy has shifted. And stretch your arms and your legs if you feel called to do that. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes and come all the way back in. Whew. Yeah. Take your time. Sometimes it takes a few minutes to come all the way back in. 
That was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I'm floating. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's interesting when I do um, activations like this because, I mean, I have an outline of like what I felt was going to occur. But inevitably, every time they'll show me like the flow of mm. what to do, where to go next. Um, so I allow it to also just be something that's a bit spontaneous as well. Well, they're a lot smarter than we are, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to say yes to that. <laughs> no question in my mind. I just go with what they show. <laughs> First. I blame you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. I had a, such a powerful visualization in that. I don't, I wrote in the book about how I don't usually visualize very well, but today, no problem. Those visions were so strong and clear and the energy was so potent. So you're, you're doing great work there, Delisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed the experience. And again, thanks for having me on your show. Oh, my great pleasure. And I hope that the pleasure of my listeners and viewers has been equally as great because you're a, an incredible kickoff guest. Thank you for setting the bar so high. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I love being here. Okay. Um, two things. First, anything else you want to share in terms of information? And then after that, how can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you in any way? Absolutely. I would just, in closing, like to remind people, uh, I'm going to perhaps butcher this quote, but I, I love to quote Rumi. And uh, one of the things that is attributed to him is live life as a everything is rigged in your favor. And <laughs> if we can approach life in that way, then our entire experience shifts and changes for the better. Mm. Uh, so Rumi, you got to love that. And uh, yeah, spirit and spark.com is the website and on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at spirit and spark. Yeah. So is that and spelled A and D or is there an ampersand in there anywhere? Uh, it's A-N-D spelled out on, okay. on social media. Yeah, on YouTube, it's Spirit, Ampersand, Spark, TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that should get in there one way or the other. Again. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay, um, so they'll get you that way. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Again, you've been an amazing first guest, and I truly appreciate you being here, Delisa. Thank you so much. Thank you, Benjamin. It was great being here. So that's our interview with Delisa Hawking of spiritandspark.com. Thanks so much for watching the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. If you have any ideas for topics for the show, let me know at benjamin at astroshaman.com. And if you know of anyone who would be a great special guest also, let me know who that might be. I don't want you to miss a single wonderful episode, so please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're getting it, whether you're getting it as a video or an audio or whatever, just subscribe and you'll be notified every time a new episode comes up. I post them every Tuesday. Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my free online mini course. It's called Instant Divine Assistance, your free guide to fast and easy awakening and healing. It'll teach you how to invoke your own embodied awakening and healing and put it all into a simple daily practice. You can also check out my best-selling book that develops these ideas further. It's also called Instant Divine Assistance. In its first week, it hit number one on Amazon in 11 categories and has tons of five-star reviews. Finally, I have an online membership called Awakening Plus, where you can significantly speed up your spiritual evolution. Its slogan is also the name of this podcast, Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. You'll find links to all this wonderful stuff in the show notes.